Evan, and this is your host, Philip Christie, talking to you again from his own house. And we're trying something different this week. We're going through a different streaming podcast, so this should be interesting. And introducing this week for the second week in a row, my podcasting co-host, Jacob. Welcome to the show, Jacob. Phil, thanks for having me on again, man. I'm glad to be here. How you been? I've been good. It's been a real good start to the week. Uh, that's that's a plus. I mean, I had a had a pretty pretty crappy week for fantasy football and for regular football, but uh, we'll go ahead and dwell into that, dive into it here a little bit later. Um, let's go and get this thing started. What do you think? Well, all right, sounds good. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go over last week's matchups. So uh, go ahead and we're gonna start off here with Pop Drop and Drop and Lock it with a one twenty two one fifteen over turn down for Watt. Pretty good game. Uh, both projected there for around 100. Um, Patty Mahomes kind of looked human, but uh, still went ahead and got him the dub. Allen Robinson. Just who knew where that came from? I don't even I don't even have words to describe that. But yeah, that's congrats on that dub. Pop, drop, and lock it. Uh, next, we got Dog Pound with the 163. Just Dang. what a just a phenomenal game. He was only projected for 96. Projected to take the L, too, and just his team, just every every aspect, just dominated other than Jimmy Graham. But, uh, yeah, that was phenomenal. Russell Wilson put up some fighting numbers there for King Green 18, but Aaron Jones with a 42 just wasn't enough to uh, top that 163. Next. We got Joffrey Baratheon, uh, beaten D side piece. Deed side piece here. Uh, tough two out of the last three. Took that big L to me two weeks ago and then got back on that winning train and then uh, lost by less than a point this week. I know Brooks is kind of upset about that, but I'm sure that when the Niners got him on Monday Night Football uh, helped heal that fantasy loss. Next game we got, also a close one. Wow, we had a bunch of close games this week. Uh, Thumos, what I aim for, uh, went ahead and beat Juicy Lucy. Phil just can't seem to get anything going, man. He had a strong showing out of Kyler Murray and Dalvin Cook, but, uh, yeah, Melvin Gordon, first game back, tough. And then there's just Christian McCaffrey, who's, in my opinion, the MVP this year, just having a phenomenal year for a – not very good team. Kyle Allen, though, he's uh, he's looking good. So I might be able to get him through there. And then the last but not least, my game, what a what an absolute, just a pitiful fantasy performance by me. Um, and even for Columbus Street IPA as well, he had three players put up zeros and still came out with a 43-point win. Phillies Dean, Deshaun Watson just straight up dominated my entire team. Uh, yeah, the Browns, OBJ, yikes. Just just all bad all around. But uh, those are the reviews from last week. Uh, we'll go ahead and get into the weekly challenge from last week, the Ryan Leafs. And uh, lo and behold, Columbus Street IPA went ahead and got that dub there as well. Uh, Mike Evans was projected for 11.4 points. Went ahead and got him a zero. And that was uh, 
that was the biggest point differential from projected to, to actual total that Phil and I saw. Um, if anyone sees anything else or anyone that had a bigger spread than that, go ahead and let us know. I mean, we are human. We make mistakes. But, uh, yeah, congrats, Kevin, on winning the weekly challenge. Uh, this next week challenge that we're getting into, uh, we're going to go and call it the hang time challenge. And uh, I'm going to let Phil take over here and kind of tell you what this is about. All right. Sounds great. Well, uh, we're going to, so week seven award, we're talking about the hang time challenge. So this award is going to be, well, just get your kicker out because it's going to be the highest number of total yards kicked between field goals and extra points. So all extra points now, uh, since they're 25 yards counting as 25 and or so, yeah, yeah, 25, yeah, 25 points uh, towards this, and then all field goals that you get. So uh, you want to, you want that kicker that's going to kick a lot of field goals this week uh, to get you maximum points towards this award. So that's what we're looking at for the week seven challenge. I believe looking so, at not, not to uh, not to cut you off there. I believe it's total yardage, not total points. Total yardage. Right. So, I yeah, apologize. Yeah, you said points, so I just wanted so, to yeah. clear okay, that yes. out for all our listeners out there. Right. No, that is true. Um, so, yeah, we're looking at total yardage overall. So, for example, if you had four field goals and then you had – or, sorry, if you had four extra points and one 40-yard field goal, you'd have 141 total yards. That's good math, man. You'd take that to the bank all day. 140 total yards. I apologize. Wow. I can't add. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anyways, I guess I'm tired tonight or something. But moving too, on. Too uh, we're juicy going, Lucy's, I think. I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's really getting to me. So, look, the look ahead this week, week six matchups. This week, we have uh, some pretty good matchups, some teams that look pretty even on paper. Um, but again, you know, last week we had a couple games that were decided by a point or less, so you can't write a better week than that for most teams. Um, but uh, game of the week this week is looking like it's going to be banana two Y or sorry, spider two Y banana. <laughs> Jacob, one, one of these days, against, man, you're going to get it right. <laughs> going up against Thumos, what I aim for. Uh, these two teams, uh, Jacob, uh, until this last week was undefeated. So it comes into this one four and one and Thumos is on a hot streak, even though he is three and two, he is still the highest point scorer overall. I'm pretty sure. Let's just double check that real quick. Yes. He has the highest overall points in the league to date. So, um, you know, hot team coming in versus a, a team that is coming off a bad loss last week, but, I still think it'll be a really good matchup between the two teams. We'll see who comes out on top. Uh, the second best game of the week is going to be Joe's turn down for Watt versus Brooks's D side piece. Uh, two winning teams again playing this week. Um, <clears throat> it, looking at the projections, it looks a little one-sided for Joe's team, um, but uh, D side piece, you know, there's been weeks where they've looked like they're going to score less than a hundred uh, in the projections and then they go for 150. So 
Uh, it's hard to it's hard to say what's going to happen here, um, but two good teams again playing that that matchup this week. In the third matchup of the week, we got uh, Kevin's Columbus IPA pay, playing against King Green. Um, that game looks like it's uh, two teams that have got a couple wins under their belts, uh, a couple close wins for both of them. Um, but <clears throat> King Green actually had a really good week last week, even though he lost. You know, he, he almost scored 140 points and still lost. So I'm, I'm sure that's not what he was looking for um, from last week. But uh, you know, Columbus IPA coming off Columbus Street IPA coming off a week where they uh, had only three players score most of their points, and one of them being a defense. Can't count on that every week, but um, you know, should be a good matchup. And the next matchup would be Juicy Lucy versus Joffrey Baratheon. Uh, this is Phil versus Josh. Um, this game. Could go either way. Uh, Joffrey Baratheon has won a couple nail biters. He won a really close game last week, and though you know, uh, two weeks ago he won that sixty-point matchup, <laughs> the bottom of the barrel bowl, as I like to say. So, and Philip hasn't been able to get off the ground since week one. So we'll see if uh, if it's a failure to launch yet again. Or if we can, uh, or if uh, Juicy Lucy can pull off a W for once, we'll see. And honestly, anyway, honestly, though, Phil, not to cut in here, uh, all five of these matchups are pretty close. No more yeah. than ten points projected spread. So it's going to be a yep. great week for everyone. It's going to be a tough battle. Yeah, no doubt about it. And um, you know, I. Most weeks have been like this, but, you know, this week we have a lot of parity. I really think um, either team could win any of these uh, five games this week. Uh, but last but not least, Todd and the Dog Pound playing against Pop, Drop, drop and Locket. Uh, you know, I would say Todd would be favored considering that he blew out his projection last week and scored 160 points. Uh and, you know, he is definitely on a tear winning the last two, I think. One second, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Winning the last two by wide margins. But, you know, Pop, Drop, and Lockett got it, their first win last week. Frenchie, you know, finally got that first W, so he's on the board. So I wouldn't count him out. But that's what we're looking for in the week ahead. Uh, and now we're going to move on to the picks. So this week, or last week, first of all, in picks, I had another terrible week. Uh, I went 0-2, so my record that was once pretty pristine has now dropped to 9-9 overall. So maybe I've come back to earth a little bit. But this week, I am picking two games, and I'm going to go ahead. First of all, I'm going to bet on the Tank Bowl. Uh, I've got to pick the Dolphins. I don't know why, but... Hey, maybe they'll maybe they'll even if they lose the game they'll cover the spread, or so the or they'll the spread will help cover them up. So the the Dolphins, if you don't know, is are playing the Washington Redskins, who just fired their coach this week. The bottom so, of the barrel bowl. That's right, the bottom of the barrel tank bowl. We're gonna watch it till our eyes bleed. But I'm gonna take the Dolphins plus three and a half in this one. Um. I don't know how many points will be scored. I I don't know. I don't know a lot about. Honestly, I think the game should just end for the first touchdown scored. (laughs) 
because both these teams are just absolutely terrible. I mean, it could be really, really ugly and just be like 10 points total or 10 points for each team scored. Or it could be, you know, I mean, both of those defenses are pretty bad too. So watch it just be a shootout, just 55-50. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a shootout. I wouldn't count on that. The offenses are both pretty bad. So we'll see what happens, but uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins in that one. And then for my second pick, I'm going to pick Dallas minus seven and a half. Yes, Mm. I know Dallas has lost the last two weeks. Yes, I know they got their butts kicked again by Green Bay last week. But I'm betting on the Jets sucking because the Jets suck. Even with Darnold back, the Jets still suck and should get blasted this week in Dallas. So that's why I'm going with that one. Jacob, do you have your picks for the week? Yeah, I do. So just to give a little recap from my picks last week, uh, first week doing it, one and one record. Obviously, going with the Packers in Dallas, that's a solid bet. That's 100%. Put the house on the line bet anytime Aaron Rodgers is going into Dallas. And then, of course, the uh, the hometown Brownies, uh, I picked it at three and a half. I think started the game, it was four and a half. Wasn't even close. Uh, just a pitiful, pitiful, pitiful performance by the Cleveland Browns on Monday Night Football. But on to this week's picks. Uh, my first game I'm going to take, uh, I'm going with the Vikings-Eagles game. I'm going to go ahead and take the Vikings minus three. Yes, Kirk Cousins is back, ladies and gentlemen, along with Adam Thielen. I think Cousins has found it. I think he's going to be back in that groove. Vikings are going to make a push and be another playoff team again this year. And then my next pick, kind of surprising here, uh, Saints are playing the Jaguars in Jacksonville. And Jacksonville is the favorite at minus one. I'm taking the Saints all day. Uh this is Teddy Bear Bridgewater's possible last start. Drew Brees has been rehabbing, uh, projected to come back anywhere from next week to the next two weeks. So it could be his last game, depending on how he plays. He's been playing really well, though, so they could uh, they could sit Drew out and kind of let him rest and get him more healthy before they bring him back. And then having the best receiver in the league, can't guard Mike, doesn't hurt your chances at all. So, yeah, I'm taking the Saints plus one all day. I'm putting the bank on that one. They just look – they look good. Defense has played solid the last few weeks. So, Saints, Saints, Saints. Now, uh, we're getting here towards the end of the podcast. Phil and I have been discussing it over the last week. We want to try a new segment to close this thing out, and it's called R2 Cents. So, Phil, why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners what this uh, segment's all about. So this segment's going to be all about, well, it could be a lot of different things. It could be about last week. It could be about this week. It could be about how bad our teams suck, which they really suck. Yep. My team my team is so bad, so, so awfully bad. And, you know, I'm sure most people who are in this, listening to this podcast live around or near Ohio or have been to Ohio and know how – or we're watching how bad the uh, Browns got decimated on Monday night. So, um, yeah, we got a lot to talk about on that. But, 
you know, just to start it off with our two cents segment, um, I, I, I really, really think that the Dolphins had a kind gift last week in having a bye. Um, maybe, maybe they got their, maybe they got their shit together. I truly doubt it, yeah, not, but yeah, I don't think, I so. mean, maybe they only give up like 40 points, 30 week, 30, I'm going to say 30 because <laughs> God, they're bad. Um, but that being said, I, I, I really think that in the future we could have, uh, I'm just hoping for not 0-16. I, I, I joke about it with everybody. I want, I, really just I want it so bad. I want you guys to be the first team ever to go undefeated, win the Super Bowl, and then be the only team to go no wins. I think that would be just the greatest thing in the world. Well, I mean, at least we won't be the first team to no wins. But... Detroit, hold that, hold, Detroit holds that uh, – very close to their heart, being the only team to go 0 and 16. Well, the first team to go 0 and 16, as everyone knows. That's right. Two years ago, my Cleveland Browns went ahead and defeated that feat. So, <laughs> so true. But um, yeah, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, I, you know, looking ahead, uh, I don't see a lot of parity in the NFL this year. Uh, just as a whole, it's been kind of shocking. I mean, not really shocking that, I mean, the Patriots surprised nobody, um, but really there are not that many surprise teams just jumping out there and, you know, it's pretty much the same teams as last year. Um, I mean, outside of Green Bay, but I mean, that's, Green Bay is always near. That's a surprising team though this year. I feel like that defense is, Mike Pettin's got that defense playing very well right now. Well, I feel really bad for the for the Green Bay fans that had to suffer through one freaking bad year. I wouldn't say one, but uh, <laughs> this is this is a totally different Aaron Rodgers team we've seen over the last ten plus years. Aaron Rodgers has been in the league, uh, relying a lot more on the run game, which Aaron Jones is just having a phenomenal year there in Green Bay. And like I said, that defense is just flying around the field making plays. It's it's pretty amazing to see what's going on there in Green Bay with a rookie head coach. No doubt about it. The the defense is the part that impresses me the most. Um, their pass defense has been good. Their run defense has been good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, they've looked good in almost every single week. So, um, you know, right now, if I had to pick the Super Bowl – I I would say I would pick probably Green Bay versus. You know you're picking Patriots. You're picking touchdown Tommy all day. <laughs> I hate the Patriots, but hey, you know until someone Tom, beats him, man. Get the job done. Touchdown Tom, man. He just the man's a gamer. I, yeah. I don't know what's in his juice, but it's better than Michael's secret stuff from Space Jam. It's <laughs> a good point. Good point. Yeah, but no, uh, yeah, I'll give my two cents from last week. Obviously, for those of you who know me, I'm a Browns fan. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about the Browns for a few seconds. 
what an absolute disgrace that was. But even before I dive in too far, let's talk about the dap gate between Richard Sherman and Baker. I mean, yeah, Sherman's just free throwing all these false allegations out there saying Baker snubbed him, didn't shake his hand, this and that. Then video proof surfaces here the last day and a half, uh, showing Baker giving that guy a dap up. I mean, it wasn't wasn't like everyone else dapped everyone up, but they shook hands. So uh, I think Richard Sherman blew that out of the water just to get media coverage because he's been pretty quiet these last few years since he's been off the Seahawks, not on a very good team, coming back from, was it an Achilles or an ACL last year? Mm, I think it was an ACL. I think it was an ACL as well. Anyways, that just – even regardless if Baker did it or not, uh, the kid's got to – if he's going to act like that, that's fine. I'm totally cool with it. Being the bad boy, acting like the tough guy out on the field, talking all the trash, that's fine. But be able to back it up. And he has not been able to do that all year. I think he was like eight for 22 for 100 yards with two picks, even though one of those was not his fault. Antonio Callaway doesn't even deserve to be on the field. I don't know why they keep giving this kid a chance. They kept doing it to Josh Gordon, and they finally traded him. And Gordon was a 10-time better receiver than what Antonio Callaway could ever hope to be in the NFL. But just just all around, just, just awful, awful game. The Odell Beckham Jr., one of the most sure-handed receivers in the league dropped two passes. They hit him in both hands in the first drive. Offensive line looks like garbage. Baker just looks absolutely scared to death back there. Defense was horrendous last night, which or Monday night, which was surprising because they've been playing really well here. But, hey, I guess I got to look at the positives. The Scottish Hammer is still out there doing his thing. The punter, our, yeah. the punter, man, I, I think he's our MVP right now. That is not that is not what a good team wants to say. But no, it's not. I mean, no, it's not. But uh, that... I think I think uh, <laughs> it's just some growing pains. We're still a young team, still trying to get acclimated to know one another. Freddie's first year. Uh, I think you're going to see here by the end of the year. Freddie's going to relinquish play calling duties, and I think it's going to help a lot more because I think it's just. It's way too much pressure on Freddie to be the head coach and go out there and try to still call all the offensive plays as a first-year head coach. So some growing pains. The first half of the season is pretty tough. I mean, we got the got the Seahawks Sunday, uh, I believe the Patriots the following week, and then we play another tough opponent after that. But after that, we got the Steelers twice. We got the Bengals twice. We got the Ravens. I mean, uh, the back end of our schedule – pretty good cakewalk so there's still a good chance of us going 10 and 6 which is what i predicted at the beginning of the year and a good chance to still win the division so that's uh that's yeah that's my two cents the only thing i have to say to that is that may take i mean if yeah it's definitely possible but they need to play better as a team um because they didn't show much heart Last week, no, nope. I that was the biggest thing I saw out there. Is you know, that whole second half, they could have done something. No, I agree. Uh, I mean, they really could have done something. I agree. I think they, they didn't show much. I think it's been much a, grit. 
it's been a lot of national exposure for these young kids, uh, just because of all the hype of us getting OBJ, getting him and Jarvis back the year Baker had last year. Uh, it, we just got put in, we got put in a tough spot. I mean, four out of our first five games have been primetime games. So other than that's true too, other than Odell, no one else on this team has played that many primetime games in a season. So that right there is just a lot of added pressure on players to go out there and try to perform on a Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night, when you know everyone in the world is watching you and only you play. Yep. I mean, that's true, but I, I don't know if that's a good enough excuse for some of the way. Oh, no, no, no. You know, the good games have been good, but the bad games have been real bad. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's no excuse at all, but it's – we're still young. We're still figuring out. We'll be all right. We'll still finish 10 and 6. You're sticking with 10 and 6? Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with 1 and 15 for the Dolphins. So, <laughs> and maybe that'll be this week. I hope. I mean, so, it's their best shot all year, probably. I don't know. They still get Cincinnati. So maybe they get one more. Oh, so, but, oh, yeah, that's right. My Brownies do play your Dolphins the day before Thanksgiving. So that's an automatic one. Yeah, yeah, you probably get one auto win on that one. Yeah, so. <laughs> just just mark that up now. Yeah, I already did. I circled it way back in July. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> well, let's wrap this up, Jacob. Yes, sir. Uh, that's everything I got to go through this week. Uh, it's been a hell of a time being back on again. Uh, looking forward to more future podcasts with you there, Flopmaster. And uh, let's do this thing. Let's sign out. All right. Take it, take it out, electronic, electronica.